jab effect, jab jab effect, jab 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 effect, jab jab effect. Win, lose, or draw. I'm not worried about being undefeated and all the stuff that other people are worried about. I'm worried about being the best. And if taking a loss, you know, comes between me and being the best, then so be it. Jab effect, jab 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 effect. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Combo Breaker 99. What he did against the best out there just makes me take my hat off to him. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. The undisputed champion. He really did some impressive things this year. Um, I said it was a pretty uh, dramatic knockout. You know, he, he applies that consistent pressure, and he has that determination and motivation to, you know, to keep pressing on in the fight. My name is Combo Breaker 99. I want to be a star. Hey, boy, Boxing P. Damn, he's knocking people out. Right. We just want to talk a little bit about some boxing, man. Just absolutely boxing podcast. I'm trying to prove that I'm the best. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another Jab Podcast. It's episode 122. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Bison P. And that, Pete, this is actually the first uh, episode of the tw- of the new year, 2020, man. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year, y'all. We still at it. Um, yeah, you're right, man. Yeah, New Year, New Decade. So, yeah. you know, we kick this thing off. But, uh, you know, we got another, you know, informative show for y'all. Uh, we kind of want to, you know, drop some, uh, drop, drop a little bit of, you know, some different topics on y'all that we want to uh, talk about. First off. I did want to go in just a little bit about uh, Errol Spence because we, we didn't get a chance to really talk about that last show. Mm-hmm. We had a long show last time anyway, so we didn't get a chance to fit that in. But we want to talk about Errol Spence. Uh, recent interview David Hay did. And, of course, it's fight week. You know, tomorrow is uh, Clarissa Shields, her fight with Yvonne Habazin. You know, the, that fight was put off last time. So, so we, you know, we're going to go back in and, you know, talk about all that. But uh, what's been going on with you, P? Um, not too much, Hank. You know, same old. <clears throat> Same old thing, just um, grinding, working, you know. I got you, man. Shit, yeah. man. Same here, man. You know, I, I cut soda out, too, man. I thought I'd let oh, you know. You? Yeah, man. Oh, it, was, wow. it was hard, bro. Uh, you know, I, I think I went three weeks without it. Damn. You know, I wasn't sweating or nothing. It wasn't like a cold turkey thing. I just kind of found out I didn't need it, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, so you know, that's that, that was a step. So, yeah, man, I, I don't think I need it anymore, so... I can say bye to that 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 cola. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. But um, yeah, man. Uh, last uh, last month, you know, the uh, Jamel Charlo and Tony Harrison fight, the rematch took place, and they had, they had a recent interview with Errol Spence Jr. You know, he kind of came back and talked about how he was, and you know, he let everybody know, he let Brian Kenny know that, you know, he's uh, feeling like he's in good shape. You know, as far as training you know he's been hitting the mitts uh trying to get back into get back into shape and he's looking at returning in may or june he said and i just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about that because now it just seems like a lot of people boxing fans and people who don't even know much about boxing are already trying to you know push this terrence crawford errol spence fight but they kind of forgot that he was just in this car accident you know what i mean they got to remember that this guy is still human. And to me, you know, like I said, I, 
I'm a fan of Errol Spence and, you know, I want to see him. I want to see him make it in the game, but, but you know, he's he's a father first. So I still want to see him take his time. You know, whatever time it takes, you know, I, I still want to see him get back right first physically. What about you, P, as far as like people already kind of mentioned in this 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 fight, like it's going to happen tomorrow. You know, they're they trying to either hype it up. You know, it's not even signed. But what was your kind of first reaction? When people just started <clears throat> posting so much about this. Um, Well, to be honest, man, it kind of took me by surprise. <clears throat> but in the same token, I mean, we got to go back to that interview where Earl Spence said that's what he wants to do. He said, I'll be ahead. I'll be fighting in 2020. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to turn up. Mm-hmm. All I want is big names. So. um, He kind of brought that 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 energy out. And like most people were questioning, well, Earl, you know, uh, <laughs> right. You know, don't you need to heal up a little bit? I mean, we're, yeah. we're looking at it from a concern standpoint. We're not saying you can't beat um, Terrence Crawford or you can't hang with the big guys. We just kind of looking at it from a, a concern standpoint that, you know, who does that? Who comes off an accident, 100 miles an hour, ejected from a Ferrari? And wants to get back in the ring, you know, less than a year, you know, <clears throat> less than a year and fight yeah. the, the top guys. Um, I'm I'm more like kind of cons- not concerned or worried, but I'm more interested in where is Earl at mentally, mm-hmm. you know, to for him to feel this way and to, and to put those things out there, even when, the, you know, Javonta and Tank were going back and forth, you know, Earl. You know, jumped into that, <clears throat> and you know, Ter- Terrence Crawford. You know, you 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 need to be worried about me or whatever. And it's like, I mean, I'm just confused, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, because my thing is, before the accident, people was on the wrong side of the street. You need a belt. It was all these things where we wasn't going to see the fight for a while. The fight mm-hmm. needed to build up. Right now, you had the accident. You want to do that immediately? I'm just confused mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, um. Being the Earl was the one that was in a horrific accident. Um, I had to question where he is mentally. Ain't? I really mm-hmm. do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Terrence Crawford, he wasn't in the accident. You know what I'm saying? He should be mentally sound. But, you know, some of the things that Earl Spencer has been saying is just really not adding up. He said he, <clears throat> he, he says he wants to fight in 2020 and he's working the mitts. But we haven't seen him working the mitts. Right, you know, right. we can't forget, you know. A month ago, a month and a half ago, two months ago, Derek James, his head trainer, said he hadn't seen him or talked to him. Right. So, um, I don't know. It's just a lot of things that <clears throat> are really not um, adding up at this point. You know what I mean? Now, mm-hmm. if these guys are just promoting a fight for 2021, all right, I get it. But I don't know where the ball got rolling that it was going to happen this year. And to be honest, Ant, <clears throat> My personal, personal, I don't want to see it this year. Hey, I want I to see, <clears throat> to be honest, we, we, we don't ever know if we'll see what this fight could have been, you know, because of the accident, because of the accident. So I definitely want to see him at 95%, not just him saying that, his trainer saying it, you know, some doctors maybe saying it, maybe hearing this from more people. 
than just PBC and Errol Spence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. they have a vested interest in the saying the right thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But at the end of the day, like I said, we just we we we're more concerned about his health, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Than the Crawford and Spence fight. I mean, things happen, and the accident may have ruined that fight. We don't know. Yeah, we yeah. don't know. Things happen mm-hmm. in the sport. And in the history of boxing where things have happened and some fights have been, you know, snatched off <clears throat> the table. But I just I just can't fathom that fight happening this year. You know what I'm saying? And um, even for Terrence Crawford, you know, even Bo, like you said, Bo Mack said, man, we want to kind of fight the best Earl Spence. I mean, we can't even guarantee that that'll ever exist again. But we want to kind of go in to the fight knowing that that's kind of what we getting, you know what I mean? And right now that's up for, that's, that's hard to say. Yeah. Um, I was wanting to chime in on that part too, because I, I agree because for me, after an accident like that, I can't even think of, you know, the best fighter in the world getting right back in there against the most dangerous, you know, opponent I, I, right just, away, you know, cause <clears throat> Where was all this talk before that? That's what I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, before the accident, like, right after the Sean Porter fight, you know, I didn't hear, like, this this type of Twitter beef going down, That's... you know, between both of them. So, I was just like, you know, how all of a sudden are we all, all on the same side of the street whenever this accident just this happened? Accident. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now, like I said, it's getting so many people hyped up it's getting all the boxing media hyped up like it's happening 2020 so i'm like y'all need to pump the brakes he just got in an accident yeah you know he's saying that he wants danny garcia terrence crawford manny pacquiao but what's his body really saying you know exactly. his mouth is saying this but what is his body saying you know because look yeah shout out the box voice they put out that bomac interview um bomac had said that we want to see him in a tune-up first. You know, yeah. we're, we're not even thinking of fighting him yet. We want to see the tune-up first because we want to see and make sure we're fighting a 100% Errol Spence. Absolutely. And, you know, you brought this up yesterday. We were on the phone. You know, you got to say, hey, man, if if our if our adversary is saying, if, if the guy we're going against is saying that we need to take a tune-up, you know, they could capitalize on it, you know, but they actually want to see us take a tune-up and make sure we're 100%. Maybe we need to take one, you know. Maybe we need to... You know, just keep this this t- potential Terrence Crawford matchup on the low for right now, and just kind of you know put you know um, campaign for like a comeback, you know. Or like you said, for me honestly, I, I think Errol Spence he could take the rest of the year off. I'd be fine with that, just to make sure he's good. Of of course, I mean, look what he went through, and who who can say how long it's going to take? Yeah, who, who's been ejected from a yeah. Ferrari? Going 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Who, who's who been through that? They can say, oh, man, you, you you probably need six months. Who can say that? Right. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, 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 that would totally be up to Earl Spence when he's feeling 100%. And right now, you know, I know he's probably eager to get back. I mean, he just won the second belt. There's a lot of things going on. But, you know, I mean, it's certain things that are going on in the mind that, that don't translate to the body. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. But I do want to say um, real quick and shout out to um, Rick Glazer. He had this one little phrase that I like kind of about mm-hmm. this fight. I'm trying to find it now. But pretty much it was something like it's a long walk from the lip to the ring. So that's kind of what's going on, in my opinion, right yeah. now. Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we, we, we'll say yeah. anything today when we actually see that fight you know mm-hmm. 
That could be a long walk. That could be know? a long it's, walk. It's saying Deontay Wilder and AJ, look how long their walk has been. You know, we yeah. want, oh, we both want to fight. We want to fight, but mm-hmm. to actually seeing anything. So I forget exactly how he worded it, but I, I do like that little uh, phrase that he had because. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, see, you can find it before we, uh, you know, wrap up today. But uh, I think that, you know, like I said, I think just so many people, they, they, they kind of got to pump the brakes and, you know, not get so caught up on thinking that this fight is going to happen in 2020 because at most think about it if Errol Spence does come back which might be in the summertime they're going to have to fight at the end of 2020 you know that's going to be a quick turnaround and and again like we don't know how he's going to look in the tune-up fight exactly you know so we still got to base it off of that that's why I'm saying a lot of people are already doing this potential matchup as far as you know uh, their physical status and everything after this accident we don't know how his physical is going to match up now, you know, so. And like, even for him, man, how can he feel confident when you haven't been sparring? Mm-hmm. How could you, how could you, I just don't see how he could even say that about himself without testing himself, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? After yeah. coming off something like that. Testing the arms, testing yeah. the ears, how, how, how can he? Yeah. How can mm-hmm. he feel so, <clears throat> you know, confident? about that without even testing it itself. And it is one thing that if we were seeing, you know, some some sparring footage, some some boxing gym footage where we like, oh, he hitting you know, he mm-hmm. okay, you know, but we not seeing none of that. You know what I mean? He not really he, he said he was doing some work, but you know, it's one thing that, you know, you could we see boxers working all day long on social media. It's nothing to post a video. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing to do that. So I just feel like if you really are working we would see. Yeah, you you give us a little taste. You know what I mean? Why, why, yeah. why, why? Right. If you're working and yeah. and everything is working like you say is working, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you show? We that would be highlight reel. We want to see. Oh, Earl Spence. Oh, okay, yeah. he is. The body is moving. Okay, yeah. You know that would be yeah. great for the fans. Right. Yeah, it definitely would make us say, "Dang, he can't really come back from an accident and you know come back in this type of shape and I, do I, something." It, it was a miracle. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a miracle to be alive, but it's even a bigger miracle to come back and 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 fight the top guy in the division. That would be, you know, equal to something like Danny Jacobs, you know, having cancer, them telling him he would never fight again, and you know, coming mm-hmm. back, you know, Vinny Pazienza with the with, halo with, yeah. coming back, you know, mm-hmm. and even with like Danny Jacobs, you think about his his process, you know, it took some time. It took some time. It took some time, and now he became back up, and you know, fought some of the best and became a superstar, you know, so. I'm like, if, if, if Arrow had to take a year off or something, you know, recover, make sure everything is right physically, I would be cool with that, you know, instead of you going in there and risk, you know, what could have been. Yeah, yeah. And maybe he, like, you know, I mean, the, the belt saying he didn't get a chance to dry yet, you know what right. I'm saying? And now they could be up for, you vacation. know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, so... He like, man, I ain't even get a chance to really, you know, mm-hmm. taste these yet. Now they could be gone, but I mean, you're still alive. You're a millionaire. You got your, your girls. You got your family. You got love. Some things you have to, well, sometimes you have to just appreciate what is. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. I mean, you didn't have to be here. Yeah. I, and I see him every day post a video with his daughters, and I know that, you know, He's grateful for the second chance to be able to, you know, deal oh, yeah. with all the stuff that, you mm-hmm. know, I, I see they was giving him the blues today or whatever, yeah. you know, but yeah. I guarantee. Yeah, I guarantee that he wouldn't trade that for the world at this point in his life. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, right. you know, 
it is a world outside of boxing for a boxer and at some point in time you're going to be forced to deal with that and maybe sooner or later I don't know but you know I, I would rather see Earl Spence find something else than to go in here and just like slaughter his name and possible legacy mm, you know yeah, what I mean yeah yeah because you know boxing you know it's a deadly game and those that you know those that succeed in it you know they're they're putting everything on the line 100 percent every day in the training they 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 devoted everything to it you know and if you're not able to devote 100 percent then you really put your your you're really putting your health at risk you know what yeah. i mean like everybody puts their health at risk but if you're going in there with something not working that one night that could be everything and thing that we know a thousand percent regardless what anybody says that he had a concussion that's the bare minimum oh yeah he had oh yeah a, a nasty concussion oh yeah yeah now you ready to get in the ring and somebody full steam teeing off on you mm-hmm. you know who knows how to punch where to punch you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying not a street fight we talking about a professional fighter teeing off on you possibly as hard as he can mm-hmm. is that is that is that gonna be a good thing Shoot, to me, that's why I say, look, as far as 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 far as you know, his healing process, he's making it sound like it, he's ready. The more I just looking at it now, and even just looking at him in an interview, you know, it looked like you know his face wasn't as bad as people thought it was. You know, there's just some little scars here and there, but you know, again, it always comes down to the what's going on inside. Inside, eh? it's it's what's what's inside you might bend over one day and something just might pop out of place or hurt and look on that first uh picture that he posted that the, the mug shot yeah yeah mm-hmm. if you look close that jaw is swollen the jaw and the eye you know the yeah, eye, the vessels eye, the eye the blue, yeah, yeah blood vessels but mm-hmm. that side of his face is swollen. his jaw could have been broke yeah i mean they said no broken bones but we don't know that for, for sure and that's not to say a fighter can't fight um you know, a jaw can't heal when the fighter go on, but mm-hmm. that's something to think about. Yeah. It's something to think about. Something something had that jaw swollen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, we, I mean, nobody, I mean, not nobody, but we don't really know. We just speculating, but that side of his face was swollen and um, that would lead me to believe there was some, some type of damage going on over there at some point in time. And I mean, is his body ready to start taking shots again? Are you ready? No, I mean, the head ain't designed for shots as yeah. it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, exactly, yeah. You know, you took some trauma, some maybe neurological damage. We just don't know, man. It's it's, it's a lot, you know, mm-hmm. to speculate on now. I mean, I'm, I'm all for Earl Spence being in good spirits and, and you know, wanting to, wanting to come back. But, you know, at the same time, he, he got to be realistic. And getting people excited about a fight that's not going to happen is just whack. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, yeah, because like you got, like I said, you got people going in that didn't even know he was an accident. I had to tell a few casual fans they were like, "Yo, when this fight happened, I was like, well, I don't think it is.' I was like, you know, he just got an accident. He was like, "Oh, for real? Wow, you know, <laughs> wow." And, and to get a hey, shout out to Chris Mack, Chris Mack be saying, "Sign the fight on Facebook, sign the <laughs> fight." I had to tell him, man, look, he just got an accident. This fight might not be happening this year, man. Because Absolutely. you got to remember, man. I got to go through healing process mentally and physically. I mean, and the thing about it is, most diehard fans, we don't want to see it this year because it don't. don't really make sense. We don't, yeah. It, we we didn't want to see Terrence Crawford fighting a defected or a damaged 
Earl Spence. You know what I'm saying? And there's no way he could be 100% right now, man. It's just, it's just, it's just no way. You know, there's no bash to him. There's no disrespect. Mm-hmm. Like I say, we wish him the best and Always, want, want yeah. things to be, you know, good for him. That's kind of why we, we telling him to throw, you know, caution to the wind yeah. with this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, I get the bravado. I get you got to say certain things, but, you know, you got to be careful what you say. Yeah. You know, if Terrence Crawford had been just an egomaniac and hopped on it, I mean, you might have been in a situation where you committed to something that, you know, and I doubt if it'll get that far. And I doubt if the people around him are going to let the contract get signed. You think Al Heyman and them is just going to let him blow money? I don't think nah, so. Don't you know what I'm so. saying? And I don't think, like, Derek James even, you know. Yeah, I ain't training you. Yeah, I ain't training you. I ain't training you. You know what I'm saying? No, exactly. That's why I say, like, as far as this year goes, man, if you really think about it, it's a good year for for Terrence to capitalize on some things, Absolutely. you know, for him to knock some doors down and say, look, I'm going to get some common opponents that you had or maybe one or two that you didn't have on, on your record and, you know, finish this year out strong. And then if you want to do in 2021, that'd be fine. That's why I keep telling people I want to see Terrence and Sean, Terrence and Sean, Sean Porter. That's that's the best fight they can make with a non-title holder right now, you know, with Manny, you know, kind of tied up right now in the politics and Errol out with two of the belts, you know, Sean Porter's like the best guy you could fight without a belt that could still build your stock up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, when, when you look at it from that perspective, the, the best guy without a belt that would, you know, boost your resume. But I mean, man, he got a belt though, ain't he? can't just hold the belt hostage. You know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? You got yeah. a belt either relinquish it or you know because in my opinion from terence crawford's history he about unifying that he about unifying and becoming undisputed so i see his game plan is yo i'm trying to pick up straps you know what i mean the same way other people trying to pick up straps but nobody knows the future this fight is not happening so you got a few players that that are around i mean and to be honest I mean, Sean Porter, Danny Garcia, and 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 Manny Pacquiao was the only three names that would really do something for him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? People quick to say it's no names on his resume, but those I mean, or well, Keith, he's definitely out. Those are the only three like active guys, or you guys. You know what I'm saying? But how yeah, much is you guys going to do for like his resume? You know what I'm saying? People will still say, "Oh, well, we don't know." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those three big names. Are, are, are the three the three fights that's out there that that hold our stock that hold some stock and and it can happen yeah, yeah. The, 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 the keep this this is like a waste of time them going back and forth right it there. is you know what man I'm saying? it is because it's like look y'all all lace up the gloves y'all all fighting rings make these fights happen you know what yeah. I mean y'all all in the same weight division there exactly. got to be a point whenever either Bob or Al say hey he's got a he's got a a top guy with the belt we need to make it happen exactly besides you going back and forth with a guy that we know is not going to happen right now mm-hmm. or you going back and forth with a guy that ain't even in your weight class that don't even make sense for you to be going back and forth with you know what i'm saying right right that just yeah. don't make sense it is some fights out there for you to be campaigning for mm-hmm. but you even entertaining him this year it don't make mm-hmm. sense you know it really don't and again like i'm glad you brought that up too because the first time you posted it and then i I had to go with some casual fans off about it, you know, because they were like, oh, Tank and Terrence, they're going to potentially fight now. Look at all this. They talking. I was just like, dog, man, I was like, they're not going to fight in two different weight classes. And, and you know, to Tank and Terrence, I just got to say, you know, y'all need to keep that talking to a minimum because I was like, look, you got Lomachenko problems. You got Sean Porter problems or Eric, 
or many problems. They both got other stuff to worry about. You got, about. You got you stuff to I'm worry saying? about. So it's just kind of like, you know, I know after that performance Tank had with Gamboa, you know, he had words about it. But to me, it was like, let him do him. Let Tank do him because Tank got the win over a seasoned veteran. The way exactly. he, his style will give him a win, and it was still a knockout. <laughs> you know, so if it goes on your record as a knockout, that's fine. I wouldn't tell like Terrence said, stay away from Lomachenko. I would never tell a guy to stay away that, from that, that, That's what I'm saying. You know, that greatness. was kind of, you know, I mean, I'm a big Terrence Crawford fan, but that yeah. was kind of like unnecessary, to be honest, because he just came off a performance that people bashed him for. And that's more my point. Like, yeah, right. how are you bashing this man when you should understand what mm-hmm. he went through? Because you still won, but people say you got knocked down. People say you got exposed by a journeyman, this, that, and the mm-hmm. third. At least Gamboa did have a name in he took some shots. Yeah. Ain't no question about it. He took he took some shots. I mean, it ain't like Tank couldn't hit him. He was mm-hmm. hitting him. Yeah. But the Joker hung in there. But I'm just saying, I mean, there need to be some common respect among fighters that, that help them understand taking the loss is not the end. Having a bad night is not the end where exactly. they should be. You know what I mean? Exactly. He didn't come for Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford came for him. Right. You know what I mean? You know, he was in his own lane trying to make his noise. But that's why I say when you tell him to stay away from Devin Haney or Lomachenko, you know, you that, think somebody ain't gonna respond to that? You, Come on, man. How you gonna react? How you gonna respond? Because it's like, why am I gonna stay away from trying to be great? You know, exactly. you giving a person exactly. wrong advice on. That. That's why I say we well, got two people out of different weight classes going on Twitter. I don't even want to hear it. You know, at least with Crawford and Spence, it's a little more exciting. Yeah, because it's a potential matchup. You know, don't go, don't get too happy. It might not happen this year, but at least it's something. Exactly, and I already had like some history. You know, we yeah. we, we understand that this was one of the biggest fights, so. You know, we happy to see Earl being vocal, but I don't want him. I hope he's not giving people like false, you know, hope. Yeah. That, you know, things are um, going to happen. Because, I mean, you got to realize, Earl, this is a big fight, dog. This is, you know, this is a fight right. people were waiting to, waiting to see. And it's like, like you said, Ant, I see the ball rolling. Oh, the fight is signed. Those on for 2020. All this stuff. You know what I mean? And I just had to see it. Before I believe it, you know what I mean. Yeah, and to be honest, I don't want to see it. Eh? I, I don't, don't want to see it. Yeah. It's nothing you can convince me to say, you know, because if it happens, and <clears throat> Earl, I mean Crawford beats him, it'll be oh man, Earl wasn't the same. But it just mm-hmm. it won't even be good for Terrence Crawford. You know what I'm right. saying? It'll be damaging for Earl, and then it'll be career damaging for Terrence because they're gonna say oh he took a wounded Spence. He know? took a he wounded Spence. They didn't wait. And look. God forbid Spencer go out there and hail Murray your ass and, and, and beat you. Mm-hmm. It, so you got beat by a, t- a Spence that came off. That might be career ending. That would be like a story. That might be career ending, career dog. Ending for, for you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be a yeah. movie for Spence. So, I mean, it's... And, and think about this, too, before we move on. Look, you're building up this fight now that's possibly not going to happen. But then... May or June comes and you take on a tune-up fight. How you think people are going to feel? He's going to have to answer to that. Well, right. you, you said you was going to do this. You said you wanted the top dog. You, you know, that's why I say you got to be careful yeah. what you put out there, man. You know what I mean? Because wouldn't people rather this be called like the comeback expense and we already exactly. know that he's going to be taking out a feel-out fight? You exactly. could sell it as that and just exactly. say, oh, he's getting back in the ring. And even like I told you before, Ant, just documenting this whole thing. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Would have been yeah. a great idea if you really... If you really believe in the people around you, really believe that you're going to make it back to the ring, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and be successful, this would have been good to document this because they could have been going back and forth with this, like the tune-up thing. Oh, man, I don't need a tune-up. Hey, man, we think you need a tune-up. We need, You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That would have been mm-hmm. great 
story information. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Just, but, um, just seeing him kind of like going down some opponents to actually yeah. take on, you know. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. we think this guy be good. He don't hit too hard. We want to make sure, you know, your punch resistance is there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stuff that people want to know. I mean, we, we got to know that Derek James is concerned about some certain stuff. I know he don't want to speak on it, but he got to be worried and concerned about some stuff, man. But, um, but like you said, man, it, it, it is what it is. But, you know, we can uh, move on. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. That's why I just say shout out to, you know, shout out to these guys, you know, that, you know, they they want to see the fight. But you just got to understand, man, you know, Spence got to get better. Respect to Spence. You know, again, I know same thing you said, P. We want to see him get healed up first, make sure he's 100. And I honestly agree with you, man. 2021 yeah. is the year I mean, for it, for real. Dude, I mean, it was just a setback, you know. It was a exactly. Active, you know, it was one of them little acts of fate just happened. So, you can't blame any of the fighters, so hey, I can push it back. It ain't like somebody ducked, you know. It ain't like the some of these other fights where we have to push it back a year because somebody's ducking. Nah, no, something seriously yeah, or, happened. Or, or faking an injury or, faking or an injury. Yeah. nonsense. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. Um, but um, yeah, man. On to this next topic here, man. Was something you had brought up to me yesterday, P. You on the phone? Um, just kind of going back uh, interview that David Hay he did with uh, it was a uh, Daily Star. You know, he just kind of went back in on his uh, last fight, his knockout loss to Tony Bellew. And um, I kind of let you uh, go into a little bit, P, if you want to, um, just what you had told me. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, we was talking the other day or whatever, and um, I was just telling Ann how I, I seen this interesting article about, you know, David Hay or whatever. I mean, of course, David Hay's retired now, and kind of went out the game on a knockout loss, right? Yeah. He went out on a knockout mm-hmm. loss. But it was just interesting to see how, you know, he broke down that last fight because boxing fans and, you know, anybody in the boxing community, sometimes we wonder why does a fighter continue to fight on when it's kind of obvious to us, which we would think would be obvious to them, that um, it's not there anymore. And, um, David Hay, the way he broke it down, it was very um, easy to follow and understand and kind of put you into the psyche of a fighter transitioning from that, you know, that that I don't know if it's a day. I don't know how long it, the right. transition is, but just yeah. realizing that things um, aren't the way they used to be. But just the way he broke it down, we've heard a lot of fighters talk about different things, reflexes, this, that, and the third. But I thought David Hay just broke it down, you know, in a really, you know, articulate, easy way for me to um, follow. Yeah, because when you told me about it and I was just kind of like, uh, it's it's very rare that you hear a fighter just admit it. You know, he he actually admitted that the knockout loss was good for him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, like, yeah, that's what what clicked in my head because not many people want to go out on a knockout loss, you know, especially when that happened. It was probably like an eye-opener to say, damn, I ain't got it. I need to stay away. You know, not many fighters have that that mind frame because, like you were saying, some fighters will say their timing might be off, reflex might not not be slipping right, but something in them, they, they keep ignoring those signs as a whole to say get the hell out of the ring you know right, right. we still see keep seeing a fighter return over and over so you're kind of wondering like you know if we can see it are they really seeing it or are they just ignoring it yeah you know or they or they feeling like it's just an off day you know what i mean yeah yeah absolutely 
And you know what I mean, yeah, that's why I just looked at this article. Yeah, just in like something he said here that that just caught my eye was like he said, I knew about 35 seconds into the first round of that second fight with Tony Bellew, that was it. Yeah. Just 35 seconds in, he said it just felt all wrong. It was really weird. I never had it before. It just don't feel like a boxing match. It it, it felt really strange. I was kind of posturing and hoping something would click in the how it always was and it just didn't click. Yeah. So that's just weird. Like you seen you physically from the outside see fighters doing these things like he's getting hit with stuff he never got hit never with. Never got hit with, you yeah. know, or like yeah. He's he's in a position like I never seen him in before. Yeah. But like, hey, he's kind of like the first person I actually heard to say that, you know, off of this one fight, that's it. Yeah. You know? I mean, just being smart enough to assess that. Like I said, I mean, he was just using some key words, you know, like. Uh, oh. It was taking too much effort. Effort. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and yeah. when you say something like effort, he said every little thing. I mean, the footwork, the slipping punches. The timing, everything was, and that's important to know, Ant, because, I mean, when you're watching a guy fight, it's kind of like it's effortless, you know what I mean? To be honest, yeah, it's, us, you yeah. know, poetry, mm-hmm. emotion, or whatever, some guys, and obviously, you know, he felt like that before this 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 night, you know what I mean? And this night he felt, yo, it's taking a lot for me to move my foot to the left and to the right, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it was, so... I just throw him using that word, you know, just the way he described it. It took a lot of effort. And um, and then back to the knockout, like you say, real quick, too, Ant, the mm-hmm. fact that, um, you know, like we say, no true champion wants to go out on a knockout. You know what I mean? The thing no. is, you know, you want to go out on a win. That, and, I, and we understand that. I mean, it's like a soul not being at rest. You know what I'm saying? Going mm-hmm. out like that or whatever. But we had to respect a guy like David Hay who said, yo, I needed to get knocked out that night. That sealed the deal for me and let me know to myself that all the stuff I was feeling was valid and what I was thinking was correct. And, um, you know, some guys get it. Some guys don't. Eh? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and I think that's where, um, you know, knowing yourself and being humble on the inside, you know, you can finally kind of bite down and say this ain't something I'll do forever. You know, it's, it is a young man's sport. Yeah. You know, we're five you know, come to terms with father time to say, Hey, it, it, I, I just don't got it no more. You know, some people, they still continue to keep fighting that. Yeah, and, But yeah, him, no. he actually took that time to say, Hey, you know, there's something better, you know? Right. And, and like you said, I mean, he, he identified like everything during that fight and it wasn't just mm-hmm. my, my, my timing is off. He said everything, everything was different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure like other fighters, have experienced that and just maybe chalked it up to a bad night. But he was smart enough to say, dog, a bad night is when my timing is off. Mm-hmm. Bad night is ain't when everything is off. You feel me? Yeah. This is for the time right here. And he was just, you know, smart enough to identify that and, and you know, make make a, a smart, healthy decision. Yeah. So real quick, I'll read this last part, the part that you had mentioned. He said, even in the early rounds, the rounds I was winning, it felt like everything was an effort. You know, just to win some rounds, it felt like an effort. He said, even to move and bounce, it was all an effort. I seen opportunities after after they gone, whereas before I'd see it and just deal with it, but it just got to the point where I just couldn't see it and it was too late. Where I'd normally slip and counter, I was just getting hit. It was feeling like I never had it before. It would never like that and would never like to have ever again to be brutally, brutally honest. You know, that that's crazy, man, because he was just like that feeling you know, 
it's like we're saying from the outside, he's actually telling us what it's like. But when we've seen some of our favorite fighters, you look at even Anderson Silva in the UFC, mm-hmm. things he wouldn't have got hit with before. Exactly. He's probably feeling it in there like, oh, man, like when he throws this, I'm going to slip. But why are you thinking that you already getting hit? You know, yeah. <laughs> you already taking yeah. that shot. Like, yeah. I shouldn't have yeah. took that. It's and, like uh, being in a war and, and mm-hmm. your weapon not working. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. Mean, they coming to get you. Bombs coming, bullets flying, and you got a, a gun that don't work. Yeah, faulty gun. Like, <laughs> like, like he said, that's, you know, you could equate that feeling that here, here David Hay is, yo, I'm a world-class fighter, and my gun my gun is jammed tonight. I can't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't really have a weapon, and that's a, that's a scary feeling, man. You in a fight. You're not yeah. in an arguing match or yeah. uh, uh, slapping, but you in a fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you put it like that, that's why it's, it should kind of open the eyes of more fighters, you know, that are getting past their prime that they need to say, you know, we can't be taking shots like this no more because it's yeah. like you're saying, like, yeah. they're going in there with faulty guns over and over yeah. thinking that one day that gun's going to work. Going to work. But one day you can get shot in the head, you ain't going to come back. You know, they yeah. they go back in, take so many chances, but they just got to remember that thing ain't going to work like it used to. And one, and one, well, one other thing to factor in too, right? you know, that, that you have to factor in because every, everybody's situation is different. You know, David Hay probably was did the right thing with his money and was kind of set up financially to easily make that decision yep. too you know what i'm saying there's yep. some guys who they know they ain't got it no more but they gotta eat they gotta, gotta make a right. payday so right you know shout out to him for having his finances and his ducks in a row where when that time came i can do it mm-hmm. i don't have to question it i don't gotta take chances mm-hmm. i don't have to you know put i don't have to take unnecessary chances in, you right. know what i'm saying and that's that's a good thing to be in that comfortable state too you can always to do say, that yeah, yeah you, you know can always say Shoot, this ain't worth it because I do got this over here, you know, exactly. where I ain't taking hits no more. I mean, think so, about and yeah. think about how scary it is when you got to go back to war with a faulty gun. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't have no choice. Yeah, that's true. I don't have no choice. That, that's true. That's man. scary. That's scary to be in there, you know. Yeah. Because I got to go back to it. Because they got to to, to make ends meet. I got to revisit that. You know, I got to mm-hmm. go back in the war with one bullet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I say shout out to guys like him, even Miguel Cota. You know, his last fight didn't end the way he wanted it was a yeah. decision loss but each time in his career he kind of was taking a step down in opponents which you knew i think he was kind of testing himself and in that last fight it didn't go the way he wanted to because you know it was just like things Koto would have done in the past to saddam ali the guy he lost to mm-hmm. you know he he couldn't do in this one yeah. so you know when you kind of look at it they kind of went out taking the right taking the right um advice to itself yeah exactly you know, you know i mean because i mean we have seen fighters you know gracefully go out at you know oh, what yeah. i'm saying i mean you might not have went out on the biggest opponent but you went out on the win and you know the people couldn't give you too much flack about it you know if you fought everybody in your career nobody can say nothing about the tail end you know you fighting guys i mean like perfect example miguel Cotto, he fought everybody Mm-hmm. So at the tail end of his career, no, he wasn't fighting killers. He already fought him, though. Mm-hmm. You know, we wanted to just see him get some wins and go out on a good note. I mean, think about it. And most boxing fans, that's that's just how we want to see fighters go out unless they like a really an asshole or something. For the most part, we want to see him, you know, have a career and go out, you know, on a positive note. Right. You know. And somebody brought up to you earlier, um, it is kind of like, the perfect example of how you might feel in the gym versus how you're going to really 
you know, perform in a fight, you know, because some of these guys out of their prime, we've seen them in the past that they they probably feel like they never missed, missed a step. You've seen them talking on media workouts. They be like, oh, I still got this. I still got that. You know, they, they work in the bags. They, you know, putting on a show in a media workout. But when come fight night, you know, that, that, that application of putting everything together is a different story. You know, yeah. it's like, doesn't translate. That's why I'm saying like, you know, what they do in the gym isn't always the best feeling. That's why I think that a lot of them, they have to have that kind of final hurrah in the ring that, that, that tells them, you know, this could be it. I know some of them keep going and going, but I think the way David Hay, he probably was like, you know, I got to see if I still have it. And finally, you know, this one fight ended the way it did. He was like, you know, I don't have it. I mean, and, and I mean, and to, to his defense, and I mean, you just, I think it's an individual situation. David Hay, it took one Roy Jones. It took, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, what would make him keep continuing? It wasn't like he was mm-hmm. getting close decisions or yeah, it was you know, ones. yeah, yeah so yeah. you know, I mean, David Hale took him one time. You know, yep, mm-hmm. you got it. Yep, you're right. It's gone. Right, I'm done. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, yeah. no, no. You mm-hmm. know, and I mean, I don't know. I, we would have to say that David Hale was smarter for doing that because it's all about self preservation, and we know that taking unnecessary punishment and Shots to the head is not good. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, much as you may like Roy Jones and be a fan, it's not something that the fans necessarily want to see. You know, a guy passes prime, and if, from the way we see it, we like you beating up one of my heroes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. we look at it from that right. perspective. Yeah, because we looking like he's not anywhere in the same shape or form, but these guys are still going at it like he is. You yeah. know. You yeah. know, we we're like, yo, <laughs> from the outside, we're seeing him, like David Hayes say, slip stuff, you know, back in the day, and then all of a sudden you're getting hit with stuff that you shouldn't be getting hit with, and we're like, yo, why aren't you seeing this? You know, why are you ignoring this man? It's time to hang it up, right. you know? But, um, yeah, man, I just thought that was an interesting topic, you know, as far as, like, David Hayes said, because you don't get many people, you know, you don't get many people bring that up. Being so candid yeah. and like just, you know, the way, like I say, he just broke it down. Um, it, was, it was real insightful um, information. Yeah, definitely, man. But, um, yeah, tomorrow fight's going down uh, between Clarissa Shields and Ivana Habazin. You know, the first time they had a little altercation. Yeah. <laughs> they had a little altercation up in there. So not between the fighters, but, you know, some other people. And, you know, the fight got put off. And, you know, they, they rescheduled it for tomorrow. And to me, honestly, I've, I've, I've looked at some of Ivana's fights, you know, no knock to her, but I really don't see what she's going to bring to the table against Clarissa Shields as far as beating her. You know, in an interview, Clarissa, she honestly admitted that, you know, Christina Hammer was a better opponent. Um, This is another belt for Chris, Clarissa Shields. You know, she's moving down in weight. So hopefully this will lead to something, you know, like a bigger fight. Maybe Cecilia Brackus, who got all them belts. And maybe they could meet it like a catchweight to fight. But the one thing I do like about Clarissa, man, is like every time I see her in these press conferences, you know, face-offs, weigh-ins, I have to give her respect for it. It's like she's really selling these fights, man. Mm-hmm. Like That's what I was about to say, too, Aunt. I don't want to, like, diss these other women, but it's like, y'all, you ain't got the be so brash and loud or anything like that. I mean, y'all can help sell it. You know what I mean? It's, it, you're both fighting, but it just seemed like Clarissa outshines these ladies. And I just feel like right now she's carrying women's boxing on her back, you know, and 
a lot of people don't understand that, you know, they get caught up in how she talks. But I just feel like, you know, she's she remembers that this this is a sport, but it's still a show. Right. And she's an individual. So she still has to build off of her character, you know, yeah, and sell and herself in a male dominated sport mm-hmm. and just be that star. But I, I agree with you on that. And because, like I said, she's one of the she's one of the fighters that I know in women boxing. And she's one of the female fighters that you see on, you know, Sway in the Morning, Breakfast Club, you mm-hmm. know, Hot 97, all the, you know, local media outlets or whatever. And she's really just, um, like you say, selling, put, putting women's boxing on her back. And even stuff just down to the personality. And I mean, it's nothing to see Clarissa being silly, dancing. You know, she's always posting, engaging. And, you know, she got good stuff and she got bad stuff, but all stuff is good, you know, in social media. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you're keeping your name out there, you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, definitely, man. And um, I'm just thinking, Aunt, I mean, she running out of people to fight, man. It's, it's, it's getting crazy. Is the woman division, do we have, you know, new prospects coming up? And how, how does that work in the women's boxing? I mean, you know, of course, male boxing is a million new prospects. There's new people always mm-hmm. in the gym. We always see new things bubbling. But is it anybody on the rise that would, you know, I mean. It's kind of tough because, like, the ones that are there or on the rise, you know, they're in the lower weight divisions. You know, like, mm-hmm. you're talking, like, her uh, Olympic partner, uh, Michaela Mayer. You know, she's in a lower weight class, so I don't ever see them ever fighting. And they're more like sisters, so I would never see them fight. Um, you got Katie Taylor, who's like number two pound for pound in the women's boxing um, next to Clarissa. You know, um, she's like at 140, 135 around that weight. And then you just got a lot of, um, a lot of the other women like Heather Hardy and Amanda Serrano. They, they're kind of teetering on women's boxing. They've kind of been going into MMA now just because of the fact that they haven't been like you was asking me. There hasn't been that much competition, or or the money's not right, you know. And I do kind of feel like in women's MMA, it's more. Um, it seems like the competition is a lot stiffer there, you know. It seems like it's a lot more women coming up, and it's a lot more tight knit where everybody's kind of working on so much more, and it just seems like. Every day you hear about a new woman in mixed martial arts yeah. that's succeeding, you know. And 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 I mean, when you just think, it's more names over there, and I mean, so it's many. more names. I mean, I mean, Holly Holmes, who came from boxing, boxing but right. you got Nunez, you got Paige Van Zandt. I'm not even a big fan, but these are names that pop in my head because right. these people are, are visual. You know, Pearl Gonzalez, I see her all the time posting. I mean, I don't know how good of a fighter she is, but I just see these people being really visual, and mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, getting theirself out there. When you think about women's boxing. You think about Clarissa, like those other girls. I didn't really know Heather Hunter and has has been then, you know. Oh, Hardy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Heather Hardy. Oh, I know Heather Hunter. Um, oh, uh, what I Should we edit that out? <laughs> look, man, look, I told you I don't really know it all that well. But, um, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, when you say women's boxing, I mean, you really think of Clarissa Shields. I mean, it's no disrespect to any other. Mm-hmm. of the fighters but she is really the the, the person you think of when you yeah. when you mention you know mm-hmm. the sport i mean as you know i guess amanda nunez would be now with mma or how you know ronda was you know these where you mentioned these names and mm-hmm. you think about the whole sport 
And that's that's funny you say that because as a boxing fan, you can name more women's MMA fighters than you can boxing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying, dude. That's, because yeah. these women are being more visual. They're being groomed more, yeah. pushed more, and you know, and whatever it may be. I mean, like somebody like a Paige Van Zandt. It ain't even really the fighting thing. She's promoting herself. She's doing her own thing, and sometimes yeah. you have to do that. And you can't sit back and wait for, you know, the machine to necessarily mm-hmm. do stuff. That's why I say Clarissa's always using her Instagram for her own self promotion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I say, she's on the dancing, she's cutting up, she's doing all kinds of stuff, and you really have to kind of sell yourself, man. Yeah, and I think the way she's at the pace she does that, I think there'll be a point like Paige, who's making more money off of IG. Than she is off the UFC. Mm-hmm. I think Clarissa might be in that boat soon where the IG checks or whatever might promotion might be bigger than what you're doing in boxing, you know? Absolutely. And then speaking of the UFC, Clarissa's actually bringing herself over there. You know, mm-hmm. she's actually going to the fight. She's went to Nunez's last fight. You know, she's been calling Nunez out. Like, I don't know how real a potential matchup between them would be, but she's always keeping herself. In, in the current, you yeah. know, she's always keeping herself Out in there. the know, you know, exactly like whether or not they would ever fight somebody over here in the UFC. They're going to know who Clarissa is, you know, I mean, and, and then to Aunt, I mean, when you start mentioning Watts and I mean, quotes and <laughs> yeah. baddest women of all time. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of two names that's really, you know, circulating around right now. Um, I know Amanda Nunes said, hey, MMA is my thing. I'm not interested in boxing. You know, money changes everything, though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We have to see, but, you know, um, I mean, I think it would be a better, probably a better boxing match than it would an MMA match, to be honest, because Amanda does have some stand-up, you know what I'm yeah, saying, yeah. as opposed to Clarissa learning everything mm-hmm. from the ground up, you know what I mean? But um, Yeah, and on, on the real, on that note, like with, with MMA, yeah, man, like she would just have to work for quite a few years to even get on mm-hmm. Nunez's level and, and by the time she did that Nunez would probably be out the oh, door lady, yeah. you, you know, know what I'm saying I mean you could take a risk and try to do some McGregor stuff and take some chances you know if mm-hmm. the money is right people might be willing to do that but as far as the fight being competitive and being something that you know we really want to see who, who would be the best and you really won't know that right? because the training the skills are not equal right <laughs> you know what i mean we won't really know who who's the best yeah yeah you know? um so, but but saying all that to say that you know both she is transcending the sport and and um mm-hmm. carissa is you know like you said it is it, it was brachius it's a few names out there but like carissa bringing it back to the hood i, I gotta admit that mm-hmm. you know what i mean she's we're connecting and relating to Clarissa because of the stuff she's doing, like right. the Hazabins and some of these foreign people. You know, we don't really, you right. know, we don't really know them right. and right. can't really connect. But you know, Clarissa looked like somebody who grew up and yeah. with us. Somebody we all yeah, she down home exactly. So know? it's 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 more of a connection there, yeah. even just off her personality. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um. You know, now mind you, Clarissa gets a lot of hate too. She gets a lot mm-hmm. of love. She gets a lot of hate, which could be a good thing for her because you can't just all get all love or all hate. You know, you got to have that balance. But I'm thinking she's starting to understand that it goes hand in hand, the love with the hate. And if I could play this right, I can make a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I just like some of the things she just said too. Like, it again, with that love hate thing, like, I like it, but 
a thousand other people might hate it where she says like i'm gonna break lomachenko's record i'm like oh man so many people they get in a feud about that and right there i was like she said the right thing that's that's all you need to say just exactly but but my thing is what's wrong with that what's wrong with that she's a fighter he's a fighter why why can't a woman say that she's gonna break a man record Mm -hmm. they both are quote unquote fighters mm-hmm. if she had said i'm gonna break floyd mayweather's record it would have been fine right but she said a name that people yeah they don't want to see or even yeah. think about nothing like that yeah. it's a problem you know what yeah. i'm saying that, that, that's the difference yeah. so when i heard her say it, it didn't bother me at all mm-hmm. go, go for it yeah i was like go for yeah, you it, are man. a fighter as well as he exactly. why can't you do why can't you it's just the thing you know you gotta, you gotta like give her a lot of respect for what she do now as a fighter, how she keeps herself out there, cause she does battle two things: being a black and a woman, you know. Mm-hmm. And being a black woman in entertainment or any type of sport just seems like it's tough, you know. Especially when you ain't shucking and jiving and kissing right. ass, and you know, or just I mean? shaking ass. Yeah, all she day, being you know? herself, she she being real, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's a that's a lot for the world to swallow sometimes a strong sister we all know that yes yeah. hard pill it's a hard pill for his brother to swallow <laughs> a, a strong sister so mm-hmm. it is what it is you know she a human she an individual is she always right no who is always right right nobody she's a young lady still growing still learning in front of the cameras you know what i'm saying so you know until she goes out and does something heinous or something that really is distasteful i'm i'm rocking with her you know what it, I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was laughing because you said Heather. I wasn't laughing because you called Heather Hardy Heather Hunter, but you remember who Heather Hunter was, right? Yeah, I okay, know okay, that. okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, come on. That's what I. I mean, that's why I was I'm laughing. Brother, I know. Yeah, that's why. I mean, yeah. That, that, like, where was my mind at when I was? Yeah, I was like, where's right? this? That's why I was like, oh man, Damn. talking about these women. I mean, well, you had you had Holly Holmes. You had Heather Hardy and you had Heather Hunter, and I was doing the best I can, man. It's a lot of, it's a lot of names, man. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, Dora, I forgot to yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Jerron Anus. You know, he got yeah. a fight on his car because um, Anus, he's the next. You know, he's up and coming on welterweight hey, division, man. Like, like how how soon do you see him? Maybe he's like twenty four. No, how soon do you think he might be in lines for a title shot, man? Um, I mean. I guess we'll see after his fight Saturday. Maybe another fight. I, mm-hmm. I think he would be. I think he would be ready. I mean, it's hard to say with the title shots because some guys have titles that I don't think they worthy of having them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's so, like a couple other WBA titles out yeah, there that there was a know? WBA title fight on the zone one night. I was like in the welterweight. I thought Pacquiao already had it. Uh, so like, you know, um, but I do like. He's been getting a lot of comparisons to Roy Jones, which oh, yeah. I think is, you know, some pressure and some, pressure, you know, yeah. and some something yeah. to feel good about, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, I, I like uh, Jerron Ennis. Yeah. I was uh, looking at a couple of his fights and just his style, like, kind of matched up to what he was saying. I just kind of noticed how he can use his movement and athleticism a lot and then just kind of close the show out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, I seen a couple of fights where he did that. And there was an interview where, you know, he was saying, like, brought up a good thing about amateur and pros you know it was like you know he felt like amateur wasn't really something for him because his style was already kind of developed for pro which makes mm. sense you know some guys might already be into that mind frame of i ain't got to throw a lot of punches or i know how to counter and you know checkmate somebody early you know or yeah. i know how to pace out a fight without having to throw so many punches you know that's very interesting man, because 
he'll get debates about that all day long because all the old guys will think, hey, man, there's no way you could do that. You have to have that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They yeah. would debate that, but mm-hmm. we are living in a different era. We got mm-hmm. champ champs. We got champ champ champs. We got mm-hmm. crossover fight. We got athletes doing pushing the bar now, yeah. raising the bar and doing things that mm-hmm. we didn't used to see. Eh? So, yeah. Just like on IG the other day, you posted the, the old gym and new gym. Yeah. It all starts in the gym, but there are certain things that change in the gym, you know, as far as workout. That's why it's like, you know, people of the old, they have to understand people kind of doing things different. I mean, same same things, you know, same type of legacy, same championship, but you're going for might have some easier routes to get there. Yeah, I mean, you can't deny the technology. If if you had to run 10 miles to get the benefits of the cardio that I could do in this machine in half an hour, I mean, that's just science and technology. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I can't say if it's better or worse, but mm-hmm. we know that technology and everything today is a little different now. I mean, there's certain things that to me is just fundamental. I mean, like road work, man. I mean, I know who the Deontay Wilder said he doesn't do road work. That's an isolated situation. That's, yeah, 90% of people, yeah, yeah, do road work. You know what right. I mean? 90% of people jump rope. 90% mm-hmm. of people hit the heavy, you know, do mm-hmm. the fundamental things that you have to do now you might be in a crowd chamber you might do this you might do that you might do all this other stuff too but those fundamentals you still have to do i mean stuff we seen floyd Floyd had money to have the best state-of-the-art equipment ever Mm -hmm. what did we see him doing jumping rope jumping road work mitts speed bag Mm -hmm. throwback you know fighting um training methods you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and um yeah looking at like with the way um enos he you know he he kind of translated translate his style early to make sure he was ready for pros i can't knock it yeah i definitely can't knock it because i feel like um sometimes being in that amateur for so long can kind of hold you back right thing i was just about to say you know? that. i'm thinking okay if he said doing the amateurs this is how they judge it and these are the things that they see as impressive and this is the pace they fight this at. is the pace they fight at you know I'm looking at the pros. This is what they do. This is the pace they fight at. This is this. And I've kind of studied the pros as opposed to the amateurs and the pros is where you make money at. I mean, I can't say that that can't happen and, 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 and won't work. You know what I mean? Because like you said, I think the amateurs have to convert to the pros. They have to learn different things and switch things up from the pros. So if his whole mind state is professional, mm-hmm. it's no change or adaptation for him to make. Right. You know what I mean? And then you got guys that fought like four or five hundred amateur fights, but think about how much wear and tear is that it is that you could have translated your style or the different you know, Lomachenko look at Lomachenko, four hundred fights, how many how many professional fights he got and exactly how how much wear and tear do you see on him physically now? Or like I mean a Rigan Diao, I mean all these amateur fights, but in the pros you never became that star. (laughs) You feel me? Right. It could have been because of all that amateur. Yeah. You know what I mean? It took out of you. You know, we just, we don't know. But, you know, it's, um, it is some guys with a big amateur pedigree or record that didn't translate into a big boxing star for whatever reason. You know, Lomachenko, they're forcing him. He's not doing it on his own. Mm-hmm. They're pushing it. They're put anytime they get a chance to push the envelope, they will. It's not like he's doing what Manny did. Manny went in and kind of did it with the fights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Lomachenko is getting forced, and that's why people are like rejecting it a little bit. And you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because they're trying to force it to you so much. Yeah, I agree. That's that's a perfect way to put it because it's like 
as a hardcore fan, the hardcore fans, they're still kind of on, you know, teetering about it. But then there's just people that never seen boxing, just see the Matrix, where they call it, they already sold on it. But to me, it's still like the way Manny came in, I was looking at what he was fighting. Who he exactly. was fighting and how he was handling how the was you handling, know what I mean? How he was handling, dog. You know, I mean, you talking about Lomachenko who got a loss to Salido. He's been dropped a few times. You know what I'm saying? We seen it hurt a few times. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't see, we didn't see that with Manny. I mean, Manny for a long time you you yeah. didn't know when he was yeah. hurt. You and know, then, he and, was hurt, but we didn't know. Right, his juggle yeah. was just even you just keep going. Keep but like going. the Loma thing is still like the the paths you might be taking might be. Going around certain people, absolutely. You know, Mikey Garcia absolutely. was there to be fought, but absolutely. that didn't happen. So I just got to look at certain things, man. And absolutely, that was a good point though, because it's like when you force something on people, they ain't gonna take it. Like the real ain't gonna take the it. The real gonna, gonna look it. at it with the side, with like, hold up, man. Let, let right. me let me make my decision about this. Yeah. I don't just eat what y'all tell me to eat. Let me look on the plate and see what I, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what's happening. You know. The, the casuals think that we hating, but no, we like, yo, I need proof. I need like proof. I need with any fighter. I need proof. I need proof. And we've been saying that about him. I remember we said that like three years ago. Absolutely. On going on three years ago when I when our episodes, we was like, yeah, we need the proof. And it hadn't really been coming through. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, and think that most of the things we've been saying for years now, we've been standing on. We've been behind the same fighters, you know, Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence. Um you know Andre Ward, Tank Davis, Deontay Wilder. You know we've been supporting it. We 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 seen these guys had something a long time ago. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It, I didn't hop on the train. You know, Terrence Crawford been my favorite fighter. You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. You know, Tank is from Baltimore, my hometown, but he was a dominant in the rough day one when I was you know start noticing him or whatever. And he's just been you know kind of progressing since then. But you know all the guys that we kind of talk about and stand behind we still stand behind him man you know what i mean keith thurman is like probably one of the only guys that kind of you know got a little funky with us or whatever but you know other than that we've been you know we've been we've been staying solid on and standing on what we say oh yeah yes yeah, it's, it's never like a favoritism thing i mean you know what i mean it's never gonna be like a I just like this person. You know what I mean? With with no research to back it up. Exactly. You know, I, oh, I like exactly. this person. Like a lot of people jump on the Loma train again. It's like, oh, I like him. I was like, what fight did you like by him? Oh, I, that last one. <laughs> you know uh, what he, I mean? He's and, a stylish dresser. Come on, dog. You know, I mean, yeah. That's not enough to, you know, like a fighter for because he, he's a stylish dresser. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. But um, even with this kid coming up, you know, Jerron, I, I, I say he's putting in the work the right way. You know, right now he's ranked number 18. And like I said, his opponent Friday, I, I think he might close the show. I don't know much about him. Name uh, Ubov or something like that. Good, stay busy fight. And I think if he looked good, I would before he take a title shot like early next year. Got to put him in, my man. Ugas. Got 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 getting that test. You know, once you can get past somebody strong as him, as skilled as him, you know, I, I think granted. If, Ugas don't win a title. You know, he might wind up fighting one of these guys and win the title. You never know. Yeah. I, I would like to see him fight somebody like that or that Jamal James, you know, you know, somebody yeah. tall, like just just somebody that can uh, kind of help us, you know, really start gauging him. You yeah, know? I was about to say the Ugas would be a, a great, a great uh, mm-hmm. test for him, a great gauge for him. I mean, it almost could be too much for him, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah. but um, you know, that's what you got to do. You got to go out and prove that. You really want it and prove that you're the best, and that's how you do it, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, 
as we wrap this thing up too, man, you know, just kind of going back to what we were talking about last episode, how we did Fight of the Decade. Mm-hmm. Man, this this just beginning this decade, you know, I got to admit, man, fighters, they got a lot of work to do right now. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, for sure, the bar. The bar um, set high. It was raised and set, you know, high. And um, you start factoring all of the new things with boxing, the boxing apps, the social media, the flood of money that you know fighters are having um are generating now um i don't know and we might not see <laughs> yeah. that caliber anymore yeah. you know i mean we know floyd yeah. mayweather made a lot of money but he worked for every penny that he got at you know yeah. what i'm saying ain't nobody yeah. gave him that yeah you know manny pacquiao made a lot of money probably got robbed out of a lot of money got right. yeah it's, i know he gave a lot of yeah. money away but he worked hard for every dime yeah. he earned nobody gave him nothing yeah. so i mean we can't say that about either guy today we can say the people getting 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 more than free they, money man yeah they're getting a little bit more than they should be yeah, getting, they getting free money you know, you know what i mean i mean they they think even like you paid. say manny might have gotten robbed with some things made a lot of money but still fights with the same intensity, intensity. You, you know what i'm saying same intensity so and that's why i look right now we gave bud you know fighter of the year once uh when we first started you know yeah. I'd say Spence was probably fighter of the year, number one welterweight last year, but we still got another 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, that's why I just say, like, the bar was set so high, and you got to understand, like, throughout these decades, what these fighters were doing. Um, do y'all want, are y'all in it for that long haul, or y'all just in it to, you know, exactly. get what you need and get out? And then, you know, you think about, like, history to it, Duran, I mean, not Duran, Hagler, Hearns, and Sugar Ray Leonard. I mean, these guys were bigger stars than these guys are today, but they mixed it up. Yeah. They wasn't above mixing it up. They wasn't yeah. above yeah. seeing who was the best. And, I mm-hmm. mean, we got to see some really great fights during that time. And, I mean, it's no different from today. I mean, your guys making big money. Y'all got belts. Y'all got to mix it up, gotta man. mix it up. Got to mix it up. That's what I'm saying. When you got that, that, them three fighters you always bring up, Hagler, Hearns, and Leonard, you know, they can all stand on their own, but everybody always mentions those three, you mm-hmm. know, they, they straight go-tos. But, like, y'all got to mix it up now so we could possibly, you know, 20, 20 years later, say, Spence Croft Reporter, you know, exactly. something like y'all that. Y'all could be the know? next, you know, trifecta mm-hmm. of names that get mentioned when we say, yo, this is what we, this is what you guys need to be doing right now. You know what I'm saying? But um, that remains t- to be seen for a lot of different things. I mean, and the money, the discipline. Mm-hmm. I mean, the money is there, discipline ain't there, and you know, I mean, you know, when so much money is there, like I say, I mean, the fighter back in the day at Earl Spencer's level, he might not have had a Ferrari yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back in the day, yeah, might not have had a Ferrari because the money mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't there, right? You know what I mean? Right. To 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 acquire those things, so it's like these guys. Think. Have all these things? How disciplined can you be, though? And yeah. this is my thing is when you got a Ferrari out there waiting. Yeah. Do, do I want to go work out or do I want to go yeah. take the top off this Ferrari and burn the city up? Before some of these guys even had a t- title, you know, some of them already driving that shit. So, so it's, like, you know, it's just different, man. Yeah. It's just different. Mm. But yeah, man, um, that's that's just something I wanted to bring up too, man. You know, just looking now in this decade coming up, you know, you know, Manny was able to survive what four decades, and you know we. 
We, and what they say, he he was a champion all four decades too, which I thought four. was another, That's, you know, um, feather in his cap. Yeah, you definitely. Know what I mean? Yeah, champion all four decades. So it just make you say, you know, hey, y'all. Back to the 90s, dog. Back to the 90s. That's crazy. That's big, you know. And just be the young guy a few months ago. So, I mean, what Manny has done is huge in the sport, you know what I'm saying, um, in my opinion. You know, it is what it is. You know, Floyd definitely did his thing, too, man. Now, like I say, that'd be something that you could debate for days and days. Mm-hmm. But both of those names are definitely at the top. Well, now that you bring up, yeah, shout out to, uh, you know, Andre Ward and Jay, uh, Julie and J-Rock. You know, like I told you, they kind of, they didn't really go back and forth, but they just had their disagreement on Twitter. You know, like J-Rock said he felt Floyd was a fighter of the decade and he didn't feel like anybody else should even be mentioned. But, you know, Ward. You know, he said that if you were talking last decade, which I agree with, mm-hmm. then he was definitely fighter of the decade. But you got to kind of go on and look at what they did as far as impact and, you know, who they were fighting and just just the impact they made of boxing by who they were fighting. Right. And you would have to say that was Manny. From 10 to 20. You know what I'm saying? From 10 to 20. we talk, yeah. I mean, Floyd last fight was 16. Four years, he didn't do anything. You know? Right. That's a lot of drought time. You know? So. You know. That's why I say, yeah, like, at least they went by, you know, they went back and forth professionally, you know, I mean, Absolutely. they just had their opinions. And that's why I say, yeah, this thing could be debated for days and days. I yeah. mean, these guys are high level boxers and mm-hmm. they disagree, agreed to disagree with each other, you know what I mean? And I just think it's all about kind of what you like to see out of a fighter. Like, one of my biggest things about Manny is he did all this with, with a smile on his face and like mm-hmm. being, being a, going about it, being a nice guy. Mm-hmm. You know, which always, in my eyes, will win over bad. Yeah. Good will always prevail over bad. You know, yeah. and uh, Manny, the things that he's accomplished with a smile on his face, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's impressive to me. Oh, yeah, to always. Me, you know always, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because it's like the thing with Holyfield with me, same as kind of like Manny. It's, it's like neither of these guys are walking around with a chip on their shoulder, he's slapping himself. people up. But when it's time to fight, they fighting for you know what he, I mean. They, he, he, he was. I mean, it, it, like you say, it's Evander and real quick, Mike Tyson. I mean, Mike Tyson. He was an animal, but once he realized that that persona garnered attention, he he really turned it he on. Really you know what I'm saying? Right, so the same thing right. with Floyd. You know, he realized that oh, people hate me. Yeah, but when I turned to the bad guy, that works for me. So you know, the, these are people that were smart and figured out what they had to figure out. But I'm talking about guys who just were their self. Right. And the fans loved him. Yeah, it's you know like you just see him walking and they smile, but when they get in the ring, it's a different animal. Right. You know? and, and look, the reason you know with Mike is because who Mike is today. Yeah. That was an act of facade. Today, Mike, you see in the real Mike, a, a nice guy, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, you know, that was something he had to do to or got sucked into with the money. You know, nobody wanted to see Mike Tyson come out there and be nice. Right, you know what I'm saying at yeah, that time. Yeah, that's how yeah, crazy yeah. it is Especially too, man. You know, doing and, and they that crazy. Yeah, nobody. If he came out there and talked intelligently and very articulate, nobody would care. People say, "Who?" I mean, I mean, the, the interest would go down. It's funny you say that because, like, when I tell you I was talking to a casual fan and it was like, "Who you like better, Muhammad Ali or Mike?" I was like, "Well, I consider Ali to be." Well, he was like, "Who you think the greatest is?" I was like, I "Consider you know Ali to be that one, you know, the great." But he was like, "Yeah, hey, I like Mike Tyson because." He was like this animal, this vicious animal. And I was just kind of like rolling my eyes because I was like, so you just like him because he was like an animal. You know, exactly. you couldn't really come with nothing else. You just like, you just want to see King Kong walking through here. Stomp, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like there's more to a fighter than that. You know, yeah. like I just, I just, 
okay, you might like that type of answers, but I just couldn't really get with that or how you described it because yeah, it's like I mean, you like the fact that he's playing into having to be this rotten attitude. Exactly. Person. You're liking the spectacle yeah. of Mike Tyson. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If he don't act like an animal, then you don't like him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That. Yeah. So that's just how some people are. I mean, most of probably white America liked him because, because he acted like an animal. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no disrespect, but you know it is what it is. You know, had he come out and act like a civilized person, he would have been born. He would have been born to them, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's also I just say, you know, like Manny smiling and then getting in the ring and wilding. <laughs> come on, man. You, know, How can, you can't really top that, Andy. Can't you know? top it. But yeah, dog, we had uh it's been a Pretty uh, film with the show. You know, we've been on for like an hour again. You know how we do. But um, anything you want to say before we wrap this up, P? No, nah, man. Um, just, uh, I guess, looking forward to uh, the Beyond is February 22nd. I think it's uh, the Furry and the um, oh, yeah. Deontay Wilder, Wilder yeah. rematch. You know, I know uh, Gar- Danny Garcia is fighting later on at the end of this month, but. Um, I'm kind of looking for. I'm not kind of. I'm looking forward to this uh, rematch with um, Wilder and uh, Furry, man. Yeah, I definitely am, man. This is gonna be like, you know, this side of you know AJ. You know, AJ gonna be closed out again, watching two of the best heavyweights do it. You know, and I, uh, I think the outcome might be a little bit different. Uh, man, we 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 might we are gonna see. Yeah. That's all. I mean, I know Furry got a new training, changing up some things, and. You know, Wilder, I presume he's, you know, working on some things. I mean, you know what? I, I wouldn't go in there and do the exact same thing I did last time. You know right. what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I'm expecting I'm expecting another good fight, man. You know, but the, at the end of the day, Ed, if, the, if, the, if the right hand touches the chin, I mean, it could it's be a so short good. night. Yeah. Uh, regardless it's of what trainer you got, Crock Jim, Descendant of <laughs> Matt, it don't matter. I mean. Yeah, man. You could. That's what I was saying. Like, y'all. They, you know, they got rid of one trainer. They got all these trainers, but how do you how do you train the chin? You can't, especially when Wilder punch. You can't, you know. But um, yeah. As far as uh, wrapping up, man, like we ain't got too much going on this year. Just a few title defenses. Um, you know, Julian J. Rock. He's fighting this oh, month. Yeah, I forgot about J. Rock. Yeah. Shout out to J. Rock, man. Solid, yeah. solid guy. Yeah, definitely. He's fighting um on the the eighteenth. Well, let me see. And then you got well, Jaime Munguia. He moving up to one sixty fighting that Gary Gary O'Sullivan which he's that's this this Saturday oh, yes yeah, actually on okay. Saturday you know but um yeah man that's something I was just kind of looking into because I want to see how he's going to fall in as a player at middleweight you know I if he look good I like to see Jamal Charlo in there with him you know when he get to that you know since he if he look good at 160 yeah I I, I was well I guess Sullivan is okay I mean after with uh what's his name David What's the name did to O'Sullivan last time, man? Um, I really ain't had too much. Uh, oh, was it was it Dervichenko did this on too? No, it wasn't Dervichenko. Remember, um, the ca- Canadian guy uh-huh. when he slumped him in like two rounds. Oh, oh David Lemieux did that too. Yeah, David Lemieux. Damn. Yeah, at that, I you that. know, oh, you know, I, I might have seen it. I might have seen it, but um, I, I and probably you seen that fight Lemieux and uh. Lemieux and O'Sullivan. It was like two rounds. He like broke his nose. It was blood yeah, everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did yeah. see so that. Yeah, I did that see that. That was O'Sullivan's last. The last time I seen him. In yeah, the okay. Ring. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, yeah. Hami Mungia, if he was going there and dominate him, I wouldn't really be all that 
necessarily impressed with O'Sullivan because I haven't seen anything out, out of O'Sullivan. But, I mean, I guess it's a step up in weight. And, you know, I don't know if it's a step in competition. Man. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah, because... Hey, yeah, I, look, I remember now. Yeah, they came in talking trash. Yeah, too. man, O'Sullivan was talking to something. Yeah, All the wolf tickets and got, got that uh, handlebar knocked yeah. off. <laughs> I read that was go, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's all we got on this one. I guess you know, on the next episode, we gonna have a little special guest for y'all. Okay. Uh, you know, we have a little guest uh, come through on the show, and you know, we will talk about some things. We kind of want to go in more on the Wilder Fury too. You know, mm-hmm. as you know, as we get closer to it, but. Yeah. uh if y'all want to, you know, keep in contact with us now, you know, where can we follow you at, Pete? Man, y'all can catch me at Lyle Pack Boxing on Instagram. And you can find me at p.barnhill on Instagram. Where he posts about Heather Hunter all day. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to let me let that one down, right? <laughs> oh, it's all, it's all good. You can, all right, you can follow me on Instagram at ComboBreaker99, all boxing, everything. Follow us both. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Jab Effect. Uh, shout out to uh, Layla McCarter. You know she's another uh, female boxer. Uh, I put you on P. Uh, she just started following us on Twitter. And um, yeah, man, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And yeah, man, we'll be back with another show for y'all next week. Till then, I'm Combo Breaker ninety nine. It's your boy Boxing P, y'all. And we out, y'all. Later. Later.